Hey everybody, my name is Billy. Welcome to this week's message from the Greenville Vineyard. Uh, you're joining us in a series where we're looking at something called the journey. And by the journey we mean the journey of the kingdom life that God takes us on when we surrender our walk to Jesus and begin following him with everything in our life. And so this journey is, uh, it's, it's, it's got many turns and many kind of detours and it's basically the influence that God has on our life as he begins to shape us into being who he's created us to be as he begins to shape us into being um, what we call in Christianity image bearers of God here on earth where we begin to represent not just only in who we are but in what we do we begin to represent his goodness to one another and to all creation and so this week, as we continue in our series, I want to talk about the unpopular aspect of the kingdom journey. And that's this, that it can be quite challenging. Uh, that is just really a positive way of saying that the kingdom journey gets tough sometimes. It becomes hard to stay on the route that God called us to stay on now and again. And so I'm going to do a couple of readings from some New Testament letters. And then I'm just going to chat briefly about uh, how, what this hardness is about, why it gets tough, and what is it supposed to do in us? What's, what's it supposed to produce in us? So uh, just bow your head and pray with me as we get into our readings today. Lord, thank you that your desire is to be good to us. That whatever we're going through in life, whether we're going through good times or hard times, that you can come into that situation and you can turn it out for the good, for our good, for our well-being, to make us into more of who we were meant to be originally. So Lord, as we go through this message this morning, I pray you'd be with us, that you would guide us, and you'd speak clearly to each one of us. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Amen. If you have a Bible, you can open up to Romans chapter 5, then we'll bounce over to James chapter 1, and then over to Second Peter um, chapter 1. So, uh, all short readings, so don't worry about it, you can keep up. And it goes like this in Romans chapter 5, starting in verse 1. Paul says this, he goes, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace which we now stand, in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, and this is the tricky bit, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So there you go, Paul. He's talking about suffering producing perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. It's like there's this progression that uh, the tough times are actually forming, in the end, hope in us and character, good things. Jump over to James chapter 1 with me. From verse 1 it says this, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the, many, among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. 
Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. It's the same kind of notion there. Testing or suffering is producing this thing called perseverance. And that perseverance is going to produce a work in us. Paul says character and hope. Here James is talking about it being making us mature and complete in our faith. Kind of the same kind of ideas that he's developing there. Right, let's jump over to Second Peter chapter 1. And from verse 5 it says this, kind of just halfway into the verse. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control. And to self-control, perseverance, there's that word again. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. So, what can we take from these three passages today? Well, first and foremost is like each one of them shares a word. They share that word perseverance. They share this notion of difficult times, trials, you know, challenges, beginning to produce this thing in us called perseverance, which then takes us on to the next level in our faith and begins to produce all these other good things in us. And so I just want to focus on that one word today because there's so many things we could say about going through hardship in our kingdom journey. But I think what I want you to really focus on and what I want to focus on is that we all need to get to this thing called perseverance. We need to make that a part of who we are and a part of what we do. And the reason why is this is perseverance is key to our faith. It's just key to our faith. We don't grow without persevering, you know. And, you know, one of the simplest examples we, I can give you on this today is anybody out there in the world who has ever wanted to get fit, to get a little bit more healthy in their lifestyle, to be able to get out and exercise a little bit more, be uh, more in tune with their body, comfortable. For some people, it's losing weight. For other people, it's just about getting healthier, being able to go out and enjoy the outdoors a lot more. But whatever it is, it requires perseverance. And nobody ever talks about that perseverance being um, a pleasant thing. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. But everybody talks about how, well, the first thing you want to do to getting healthy is you begin to eat better. And you start giving up your candies. You start giving up chocolate, maybe not fully, but in part. You begin to eat healthier food when really you just want to have that comfort food. You just want to sit there and have a bag of chips and say, you know, I'll have a piece of fruit. Or, you know, the exercise portion of it. Okay, I'm going to go out today and I'm going to start exercising more than I normally do. You get out there, maybe you go for a run, maybe you go for a brisk walk, maybe you're on a treadmill or a bike, or maybe you're just working out, lifting weights, whatever it is. And you begin to go out there and that, that exercise gets uncomfortable. It gets hard, you sweat, you get fatigued, it gets difficult, and you want to quit. But you, you know that you know that you know if you want to get fit, you have to push through that feeling of wanting to quit. You have to say no to the feeling of wanting to quit and keep going. What is that thing that you've just done? You've persevered. Perseverance is key when it comes to getting anything good. If you don't persevere, 
through any challenge in life, not just spiritual things in your relationship with the Lord, but any challenge. If you don't learn how to persevere, you will not grow. Uh, you won't get fit. You won't change your diet. Your relationships in your life won't get healthier. You won't get better at your job. And the list goes on and on. If you're the type of person that quits easily, you'll know this. You'll know that just good things just don't seem to be happening to you. The goals that you've set for yourself and the dreams that you have just aren't coming close. And the reason why, and you have to be honest to yourself, because we've all done this, I've done this, you've done it, is there's just a time in your life where you just quit. You quit things and you keep quitting things. And then all of a sudden you realize, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not achieving any of my goals. I'm not doing anything that I want to do. And it's because I keep quitting. It's because when things get hard, when they get tough, when they get difficult, I check out. I go and I just look for the easier option. Maybe I blow my diet because I'm tired of eating, I don't know, cauliflower or broccoli. So I just go hit the bag of Cheetos and just start shoving that stuff down my face. Or, you know, I've decided to go on a three-mile hike, but, you know, half a mile in, getting a little bit uncomfortable. I get past that little left turn that's a shortcut back to the cafe and a nice cup of coffee in a warm, cozy environment. And I ditch the hike and I go have that nice coffee. We've all done that, right? And so... We quit because it's just getting too hard. But there comes a point in time where each one of us realizes something. That if I want to grow, if I want to get to the next level, I need to persevere. You know, some of you might be feeling that as we're going through our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Maybe you're giving something up and it's getting a little bit challenging. Maybe praying every day is actually a challenge for you. And it's getting more and more difficult as you're getting to day six, seven. You're like, oh, this is hard. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to quit? Or are you going to persevere? Because if you persevere, there's something good waiting for you at the end of it. God blesses perseverance. When we persevere, he steps in and begins to produce the good fruit of perseverance in our life. For Paul, he's talking about it being character and hope. James, he talks about it pushing you towards maturity in your faith, maturity in your person, and you becoming more of a complete person in all that God wants you to be. Peter talks about it producing more godliness and mutual affection and love for others. But, you know, you we all have to know this one thing, and this leads me to my second point. Perseverance is learned through hardship. You don't just, you're not just born with perseverance. Some of you might be born with stubbornness, and your stubbornness sometimes kind of goes hand in hand with your perseverance. But generally speaking, none of us are born with perseverance. We all have to learn it. Because perseverance only comes when you have to push through something difficult. Whatever that may be. And so hardship is, has to be something that you are going to accept in your life if you want to be all that God made you to be. If you're praying the prayer, Lord, would you make me more like Jesus? Lord, would you help me to be the best me I can be? Lord, would you help me to be all that you created me to be? All these type of prayers that we pray, you know, and even that small things like, Lord, would you make me humble? Lord, would you make me generous? Lord, whatever that prayer is, each of those prayers invites hardship. It invites some sort of trial, some sort of struggle that you need to go through. And in that moment, you're going to have to learn to persevere. And so this is just something you need to know. Perseverance 
is learned through those hardships. And then once you get perseverance, those good things that you're praying for, those things that you're seeking for from the Lord, that's when they begin to come into fruition. And through that that process of perseverance, you may get exactly what you're praying for. But another thing that happens is sometimes through that process of perseverance, God begins to speak to you, to convict you, and begins to reveal to you that actually what you were praying for probably wasn't the best for you. And he begins to shape your heart and your prayers begin to change and you actually pray for things that he wants for you. And you still get there in the end. But there's something important about all this and it comes to my last point that I want to speak to you today. You have to have the right attitude to hardship. If you're someone that avoids hardship at all costs, you're not going to be a person of perseverance. You're not going to learn perseverance. What you're going to learn is you're going to learn how to take shortcuts in life. You're going to learn how to stay where you are and not grow. And you're going to learn to basically be content with not attaining to your dreams. Or you might just get bitter about it and have a chip on your shoulder. But you won't get to all those things that you hope and dream of in your faith, in your personal life, wherever it is. You will not get to those places if you don't have a good attitude towards hardship. So what is a good attitude towards hardship? I mean, you would think it's you would think it's obvious, but some people don't know. A good attitude towards hardship isn't this that you sit there one day rubbing your hands going, oh, I can't wait for things in my life to get difficult. No, it doesn't mean that. You don't go chasing after difficulties. You don't go looking for trials and tribulations in your life. What you got to do is you got to be willing to let God bring them to you. So some people put themselves in difficult circumstances on purpose and then it blows up in their faces. That's because they're driving things. They're trying to drive their own growth. They're trying to set the agenda for their life and their spirituality. You can't really do that. You have to invite God to do that. It has to be a spirit-led thing. And that's the tricky thing. But as you pray and seek the Lord, the Bible tells us really, really clearly that trials and hardships will come along our way. Some of them are way tougher than others. Some of them are easier to overcome. But in each situation, the Lord is inviting us to have this attitude where we sit back and go, okay, Lord, I know that I'm praying for certain things in my life. And I know that things are going to come that are going to be hard, that are going to test me. And then I'm going to have to learn to persevere through those things. So Lord, help me to see those hardships as opportunities for my personal growth. Not as something to run away from as hard as I can, not as something to shake my fist at you up in heaven because you're not making life easy for me, but to look at my hardships, to look at my trials and my difficulties, often they come to us through difficult people, but to look at those things as valuable moments, to look at them and go, this is something that God is going to use to help me to be all that I was created to be. So therefore, I choose to learn from it. I choose to see what God can teach me through it. I choose to keep going forward in what I've committed myself to do. I choose to persevere through this situation in the hope that beyond that is the growth, the maturity, the completeness, the answer to prayer that I'm waiting for and that I'm digging into with the Lord. Gotta have an op so basically it's a willingness to press through hardship, a willingness to accept it and to deal with it when it comes your way, rather than a avoid it at all cost type of attitude. I know lots of people who are struggling to grow, struggling to get to the next level in their faith, 
struggling to get to the next level in their life. And for many of them, they share they share this this um, this lie because they've been lied to. It's not it's not that they're bad people. They're not bad people. They've been lied to. They've been told by others that when things get tough, maybe you need to jump ship and move somewhere else. When things get tough, maybe you need to quit. When things get tough, maybe you need to you know run away. Whatever it is. They're not told that actually when things get tough, it's an opportunity for you to grow. It's an opportunity for you to press in. It's an opportunity to become more like Jesus, to become the more that God created you to be. And so today, as we come into land, I want to invite you to have that same attitude. In fact, you know, maybe this is a good moment to begin to work in towards ministry. Maybe you're listening to me speak and you're thinking, Geez, that's exactly what I do. Whenever things get difficult or challenging, I just run away. I just quit. I've never, I've never pressed through anything difficult because I felt like difficulty was a sign that God wasn't pleased with me. No. This is a lie of the enemy. This is a lie of heresy in, in some places where people are teaching that if uh, you encounter obstruction and difficulty that God's not with you. No, no, no. Often if you encounter difficulty... And hardship, that means you're probably on the right road with the Lord. Because the Lord says in his word that hardship and trials are going to come. And they're there to produce the fruit of the Spirit in us. And so if you're listening to me right now and thinking, I need to change course. I need to turn away from quitting. I need to turn away from running. and We call it repentance. I need to stop and ask God to help me to press through. To help me learn perseverance and to dig in and to get through to the other side and to see what God has for me over there. If that's you, I just invite you to sit in a receptive posture and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and rest on you right now and to empower you to do just that. Uh, Holy Spirit, would you come? Bring the will of the Father to where we are right now. I just pray for each person who's watching, who's got their hands open, who's ready to receive you. Would you fall on them right now in the name of Jesus? Let them sense your presence, your peace. And I just pray for a special boldness, a resolve that you would place in their hearts to help them to persevere through the challenges and the trials that they're facing right now. In Jesus' name I ask. As some of you listening right now, I just sense in my spirit, I feel like the Holy Spirit speaking to me, that as I said that, you just, you've said, Billy, you don't understand. I'm just too weak. I'm just too weak. And I always will be weak. And I just felt like God was saying, that's a lie. That's a lie. I felt like God saying was that, to you especially, God says this, you might be weak, but I'm strong. And with me, you can become stronger. You can overcome. My will is to make you an overcomer. So don't make an excuse of being weak. Let me walk through this with you. And you'll be surprised at what you can overcome in this season of your life. 
So if that's you, I just encourage you right now just to say yes to Jesus, to say yes to the presence of the Spirit in your life, to say yes to the Father and His leading and say, Lord, yes, I choose to walk forward with you. Produce your strength in me. Yeah. Hey, if you're someone that doesn't follow Jesus, just came to my mind there, and it's something that you know you need to do. You've been wanting to make right with God, but it's the same thing. Every time you came to that question to kind of take the plunge, make that decision, you've run away. I just encourage you to right now say, no, now's the day I'm going to surrender my life to Jesus. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, hang on. There's a slide that's going to come up. You can text a number. We'll like text you a little prayer that you can pray to get you started, and then we can get in touch with you and begin to help you along this journey. So don't pass up on that opportunity. Do that today. But before you all go, I just want to pray this prayer of blessing over you. It comes from Numbers chapter 6 in the Bible, and it says this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen and watch this uh, message from the Greenville Vineyard. Pray that God uses it to bless you and to draw you nearer to him this week. Goodbye.